everyone, I'm Josie Wolfger, and you are listening to Thundercast. Today, I am here with Ms. Amy Goodwin, our 7th grade math teacher here at Eastern. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Awesome, I'm great. Thank you for joining me here. So, I'll just jump right in. I'm curious, where did you grow up and where did you attend school? Well, I grew up near Cincinnati, Ohio. Still lived in Indiana, but the corner actually is a tri-state area of mm. Indiana, Ohio, and Kentucky. So grew up in Indiana in a small town and went to school K-12 through there. And then I went to IU for college and graduated from there and got my job here at Eastern. What really drove you to teaching at Eastern specifically? Well, when I graduated from college, I wanted a job. <laughs> and so I applied close to my hometown. Mm-hmm. Nothing was really open there. And I loved the Bloomington area. So I applied various places around Bloomington. And Eastern had an opening in sixth grade math. And at that point, I liked math. I had my math endorsement. But I was actually really wanting lower elementary at that point. Now I can't imagine teaching lower elementary. But <laughs> then, you know, I wanted more lower elementary. I had done my student teaching in fourth grade. And so the sixth grade math position was open and I thought might as well apply, got the job. And so I was glad to, at that point, still be in the Bloomington area. I was still young and, you know, being around Bloomington, there's a lot going on there. But I love the Eastern community. So I was glad to get the job here. So for most of the kids listening, you have been their seventh grade math teacher. How long have you been teaching? Well, this is my 29th year. I think the first 16 years were in sixth grade math. And then when the high school was built and we opened the middle school, you know, took over the old high school, that's when I went to seventh grade. So I think it's been basically 13 years for the last 13 and seventh grade. What would you say was most different between teaching seventh grade and sixth grade? I remember teaching sixth grade for so long. Fifth grade was not departmentalized. They basically stayed with the same teacher all day long. So when I taught sixth grade, sixth grade was the first year they rotated classes and things like that. And so that was a big adjustment for sixth graders. Obviously, seventh grade, you know, they're used to it a little bit more. And so even though it's one year apart, I notice a lot more maturity in the kids in seventh grade than in sixth grade. So I would say that's the biggest difference probably. So as of now, what has been your favorite part about teaching so far? Well, as far as math goes, I I actually really enjoy the algebra part of it, probably because I didn't do that much in sixth grade. And once you've taught something five times a day for Mm -hmm. 16 years, you kind of want a little bit of a change. So I think I'm enjoying the algebra more because I didn't do that part. But as far as what do I like best about teaching, obviously working with the kids is, is really fun. I mean, I wouldn't have gone into education if I didn't enjoy that. But I like watching the growth throughout the year. I mean, it's interesting to me at the beginning of the year, there's some kids who really don't like math or maybe they struggle a lot with fractions or something. And then to me, seeing the growth by the end of the year, how, hey, math isn't so bad. I see how it's useful. Or they, you know, improve in fractions and they finally feel confident in that. To me, that shows that I was successful in in teaching them and it lets them, you know, have a sense of accomplishment. So that's what I enjoy. So has there been any role models in your life that have really influenced your path into teaching? Funny, I, I laugh at that because my mom was a teacher, my dad was a teacher, my grandmother was a teacher, my aunt was a teacher. Well, she was a school librarian, but English teacher though as well. Mm -hmm. And then my uncle was a teacher. So kind of a family of teachers. And I think I know when I was in middle school, my friends would say, oh, you're going to be a teacher just like them. And I thought, no, I'm not. I'm going to do something different. But I mean, I guess it is kind of in the genes and and the 
that. I, you know, I saw from my parents, I saw what teaching was really like. I mean, it's all of us see it from a student perspective, but when you're at home and you see them grading papers late at night or averaging grades and, you know, worrying about the kids at night, it's, you do see the full gamut of what teachers really do. So considering that you're a math teacher, has math always been the subject that has really stood out to you or was there any other subjects you really enjoyed growing up? Well, as far as school, I was a good student and I enjoyed most subjects. Science was probably my least favorite, even mm-hmm. though my dad was a science teacher. But I enjoyed math probably the most. I enjoyed social studies a lot as well. Actually, when I went to IU, I really at that point hadn't decided to go into teaching. I actually wanted to do something with political science. And so I took a lot of political science classes. And then somehow that teaching thing, you know, I finally said, yeah, I guess that's what I'll do kind of thing. So I worked in a daycare in the summers when I was at college. So I really enjoyed the little kids then. And I think that helped, you know, spur me to that direction. Well, everybody knows you're a really great teacher, but what are some of your favorite hobbies outside of school? Well, I have three dachshunds that I enjoy playing with. My husband and I enjoy traveling a lot. We've been to 49 states, so we're, we have one more to go. So we, we enjoy that. Um, I love working out in the yard, spending time with my flowers and getting the grass to grow and all mm-hmm. that kind of fun stuff when it gets to be warm like it is now. So and visiting with family, that's kind of what I like to do outside. So I heard you talk about having your dogs. Could you tell me a little bit about them? <laughs> They're spoiled as can be. Um, but, they, uh, we have one that's, I think, 13 and one that's eight and one that's not even one yet. So she's full of energy, but the other two are bums. You know, they, they like to play in the backyard and hang out, be lap dogs. Aww. So <laughs> so I heard you mention that you really enjoy traveling. What has been your favorite place that you visited so far? Mm, there's so many. Probably our favorite places. One, I love Sedona. The Red Rocks, they're beautiful. The the states that I think we tend to go to a lot are Colorado and Utah and Arizona. I think those are the ones we've probably visited the most. Um, The landscapes there are just so different than here. Um, Not that here isn't pretty, but it's it's different. You're going on vacation. You want to see something different. But yeah, we we love the West. What do you enjoy doing while you're on vacation? We like hiking. Um, We we like to go to national parks a lot. We've been to, I should know the number to that too, because we keeping track there for a while but I know over half you know Rocky Mountain National Park Utah has so many national parks that are, are really cool Zion and Arches and and things like that so we, we like to go to national parks and just honestly roam and some people don't like driving but we rarely stay in one place for very long when we go on vacation like we don't just go someplace mm-hmm. for a week we see as many things as we can in that yeah. area and we and and part of the enjoyment for us is seeing the scenery along the way because it's just so different than here and um, so part of that journey is is the fun of it for us. Well, very cool. Has there been any like national park that has really stuck out to you as of now? I really enjoy the Utah parks. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of the Red Rocks, kind of like Sedona. Those are beautiful. One that is not in Utah that is one of my favorites is Sequoia National Park. And I think probably when you were in seventh grade, we, we did some stuff with the big trees, mm-hmm. but they, um, they have these giant Sequoia trees. And to me, they just don't even look real. Yeah. Like you walk in these, in these forests and these trees are 26 feet wide. I mean, it's just like yeah. they're, they're crazy. And so um, so that's a place that I've been twice. I'd love to go back there again. It's just beautiful. Who would you say has inspired you the most in your professional and your personal life? That's a hard question. I worked with Tammy Basie, who um, was my mentor a million years ago, you know, 29 years ago. <laughs> seems like a million years ago. She was my mentor the very first year. She was actually on the interview committee that hired me. When we went to the middle school, I was lucky enough 
have to continue to work with Mrs. Basie, not as directly because I was in seventh grade and she was in sixth grade, but we were across the hall neighbors. So she was the person that I worked with for a long time. I mean, 27 years, I think, until she retired. And she was just wonderful. And she always had a good attitude and just always treated everybody with respect. And I think people always looked up to her. I guess if I had a role model around here, you know, she would probably be it. So since we're talking about role models, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Well, my grandmother, who lived to be 104, wow. <laughs> um, she would always say, stop and smell the roses. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds kind of cliche, but I personally have to remind myself to do that a lot. Not literally smell the yeah. roses, but <laughs> take time to look around and enjoy things because I, I get caught up in, in work and working hard and sometimes don't stop and just like be present, you know, mm-hmm. be in the moment and just enjoy life. I think sometimes I'm one of those people who get stressed a lot, you yeah. know, like, and you just got to take a deep breath and, and um, take time to smell the roses. Mm-hmm. So that's something I have to try to remind myself to do. So I know you have a lot of teaching experience and you're a very well-traveled person. So what's some advice that you would have for students in regards to school or just in general? Well, I think in terms of school, one thing I said to my pre-algebra class today is you have to try your best. You know, Mm -hmm. you have to work hard. You have to try your best. Sometimes things aren't going to always work out really easily for you, but you have to work at it and you have to ask for help when you need help, you know, and and that's okay. And I think some kids are, especially at the middle school age, you know, sometimes they can be, oh, I don't want to look stupid with my friends or whatever. But, you know, you need to ask for help sometimes and you have to work hard. Things don't always come easily. As far as the travel goes, I would just encourage people as much as they can to get out and see the world. I mean, I know sometimes it can be expensive, but even, you know, around here we have Brown County, we have McCormick's Creek, we have so many date parks that are close to us. The DC trip, which I know didn't happen last year, you know, because of COVID, of course, but that's a wonderful opportunity, I think, that Eastern offers to its kids. And when my husband was teaching, he was in charge of that trip for a long time and I helped with that for quite a while too and went as a chaperone for 10 years or maybe 12 but that was just wonderful because kids who never been out of Indiana never been out of Greene County got to go to DC and see so many amazing things so taking advantage of those things and I know Mr. Valentine does the French trip at least every few years here you know I think that's just amazing opportunity too so I I would encourage kids if they can try to take advantage of those opportunities. I think that's a really great piece of advice I really thank you for being here with us today. It was very interesting. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. My pleasure. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Thundercast. Please tune in for our next episode very soon. If you have any suggestions or comments, please email us at thundercast at egreen.k12.in.us. Subscribe to hear every episode of Thundercast at iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. All content in this podcast is property of Eastern Green School Corporation and may not be used without express written permission. All rights reserved.